<laughs> hey. There we go. Now it's live. What's going on, everybody? Sorry about that. It, it was taking a stream yard is taking a second to get on there. <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody. Happy Boxing Day. If if that if you do that thing, I don't know. I don't know if that's an American thing or a British thing, but it's a thing. I think, yeah, I think I think Canadians. I've heard Canadians do Boxing Day, but we well, I mean, I say do Boxing Day. Like, I think there used to be like a tradition years and years ago about like what you did on Boxing Day, but now it's just the day after Christmas. It's I like how you put for, yeah. <laughs> well, Harrison. But yeah, <laughs> I never do everybody. That. Yeah, welcome to the Fulcrum Entertainment Podcast number one forty eight. I believe it. It is yeah, it's one forty eight. Or or it's a it's a big number. I, again, I I don't know. I'm I'm always lost on that one. But oh, what's up, Mister Action? How's Mr. it going? Mister Action, yeah, boy. So good to see you. How's your Christmas, Mister Action? You know what? Well, yeah, well, he's answering that. How was your Christmas, Harrison? My Christmas is good. My Christmas was real good. Yeah, good, like, family Christmas. I got gifted some uh, cans of this, which is the largest beer I've ever had. And if you, I don't know if you can see this on the camera, but comes with, like, Vikings and ladies on it. Oh, that is the... Dude, that is metal. And it is a, it is a liter of beer in a single can. It looks like hot dogs should be in it. Oh, <laughs> uh. Yours was all right. Well, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm, that's good. It's better than it being shit, Mister Action. And yeah, I'm glad December it was all right. Dude. Yeah, it's December twenty sixth. It's Boxing Day. Yeah, <laughs> got what I wanted this. Year. Did you get what you wanted this year? Did you, Did you just get like a, a box of sadness? Is that what is? I imagine <laughs> that. I imagine it's just like a box of of your own tears is what you're. <laughs> was it a mouse pad in the shape of wasps? butt? there you go. See. One of the, it's one of the, or a, a body pillow that looks like <laughs> it's like the sexy fucking one of the, like the Avengers or whatever. But I, I don't know. I, I'm not going to assume who your favorite Avenger is, Mister Action. Yeah, we'll let you pick. That's your choice, Mister Action. But it does have to be male. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> you're not British. That it doesn't. Neither am I. It doesn't matter. Who cares if you're not British? It's good if you if you give a day like a name. Eventually, they'll make it a holiday, and you'll get the day off work. I mean, you know, like depending on what work you do. I don't think people like Gilbert who work security, like you have to be there while everyone else is partying. Oh, God. Last last night was the, like the last two nights of my job have been the worst. But <laughs> give, me, give me hot dogs into can. I mean, there aren't any hot dogs in this can, but like at least I can like buy like big like hot dog wieners that come in a can. Like, can you guys <laughs> not buy hot dog wieners that come in a can? No, ours come in plastic, in a little plastic like you know, rap or whatever the hell it's. Oh. Yeah, we, yeah. We, what what is this heresy of having a, a hot dog in a can? I mean, we do that as well. You can get like hot dogs in lots of different like ways, but yeah, you can get them in cans, like canned. I mean, you know, so in case you want to have hot dogs in the apocalypse or something. I I, I just <laughs> <laughs> it's insanity. Hot oh, dog. In a you can. guys don't go hot dogs in a can. Wow. Okay. I mean, there's no bun in there. Like we're not crazy. I mean, well, I, I mean, obviously. I mean, let's not go. Let's not get stupid. <laughs> I, yeah, I don't know. Like sometimes I'm aware that I might misrepresent Britain. Maybe it sounds crazier than it is because I, I, I no, miss I, out details. I think you're representing Britain perfectly well with your hot dogs <laughs> and a can. <laughs> and yeah, I agree, Mister Action. But change the PS5 to an Xbox, and I am right there with you. Yeah, this, this is why like, I'll admit I paid too much for my PS5, but I did it because it's so hard. What? Bottled wounds. Oh yeah, yeah. We can get them in jars. I mean, not so much bottled, but like, yeah, jars of 
These are savages. What, what is this, you savages? I don't know. We like our hot dogs to last a long time. Oh, yeah, Mr. Ag. You know, I love how this is. We, we started off making this like a, a thing about we're going to make it about Marvel. <laughs> now it's about different different ways of storing hot dogs and milk. To be fair, I don't think we do have milk. I've never seen milk in bags here in the UK. I've heard that Canada has done milk in bags. Like, but never bought never. it here. Yeah, no, I've never seen that. The only thing I've ever seen, I think, like, drinking out of bags is maybe like those little like juice pouches that they make for kids oh yeah like capri sun kind of thing like, yeah those or, kind of things are like that kind of stuff but i've never seen like milk in a in a plastic tube or anything or in a plastic bag yeah no no weird. we used to, we do like 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 goga we got that yeah, kind of see, stuff like, yeah that yogurt and shit like that but i mean like anyway <laughs> but yeah so <laughs> i love how i love that we went off the rails really hard in like four minutes yeah <laughs> anyway, so yeah, but what we were what we were intending to talk about originally, if you if you've been reading this little scrolling thing, and if you if you actually clicked on the thumbnail for the reason, we, uh, yeah, we were we were going to talk about some Marvel stuff. Oh what, yes, yeah. So, what Marvel things do we have, Harrison, this week? It's been a very Marvel Christmas. Um, so we have had uh, our lovely Hawkeye show come to a finale. And if you go back and watch, like, when we discussed the first uh, episode of Hawkeye, and we were like, oh, we don't know if we'll watch this whole season, we would have missed, like, a real good finale. It was the best episode of the entire season, in my opinion. And we'll Absol talk about that later. Absolutely true. Uh, yeah, like, was mid... God was damn mid? It, Mr. Action. God <laughs> damn you, Mr. Action. What is wrong with you? Wookiee Talks, I'm right there with you. Episode 6 was great. But yes. Mr. Action, you were just... <laughs> Nothing impresses you, Mister Action. We need to find something to make you like. That needs to be our Christmas gift to you. Is we'll like discuss something that you like. Yeah, man. Like I'm like, I all right. I'm honestly, I'm curious now after watching Spider Man and being like meh, watching Shang Chi and Eternals and even checking out Hawkeye. And all these things you're just like, and and then also all the really good ones you haven't even watched. Like you, you admit that you never even seen like Daredevil or anything. I'm like, I want to know what exactly is like, what makes you cheer? Like what makes you stand up in the movie theater, like clapping with all the rest of us nerds? Or, or, or are you a good movie theater goer and you don't make noise, Mr. Action? Is that it? This guy. Yeah, we also yes, we right, do Mr. have Multiverse of Madness. Yes. Yeah, that's right. A few days ago, we got the trailer, which good news, Harrison. You no longer need to sit through all the credits for the last, you know, the end credit scene of, of Spider-Man because that's that what good. it was going to be. Yeah, at least like I've gotten that out of it, like because not being able to see Spider-Man in the theaters has been a real pain. So at least I didn't miss out on that reveal. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would I would absolutely agree. And you know what? Like honestly, if you didn't like, it, it was going to get spoiled for you anyway because Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, like it is. They, they, these fucking spoilers have been everywhere. I think that's just why they dropped it. Let's see, Mr. Action. Oh, Wookie Talks, he says, I loved how Clint convinced Yelena, Nat uh, Yelena Natasha. Oh, okay. Y yeah, Yelena, that Yelena. Natasha. Okay, I see. Grammar. <laughs> no, but uh, <laughs> sacrifice yourself at the end. All right, you know what? Well, since we're doing it, let's just go ahead and get right into that. I yeah, I agree. It That scene where he actually fights Yelena and he's trying to explain to her. Well, let's see where I can, if I can actually find it. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Let's go ahead. Yeah, stall for me, Harrison, while I find Okay, it. yeah. So, um, other than the fact that we're going to have to talk at some point when we get onto this Yelena and um, 
uh, Clint fight that it is ridiculous that there is like an army of guys armed with guns and two people causing explosions in Rockefeller Center and there's not a single cop. Right? Like, the police don't show up at all throughout it's all. Like, my only problem with this entire down. episode. Yeah. There is so but like and before that we've already had like 10 minutes of gunfire on a building, explosions in a building, and just not a cop in sight in New York. Agreed. Yeah, like that doesn't that is like I wouldn't say 9-11 level stuff, but it but you know it's that's on the level of a terrorist attack. Like if you hear a bunch of gunshots going off in Rockefeller Center, police are gonna be swarm on that shit like and then we have like explosions and like they had like uh yeah what is it uh a flashbang arrow going off they had all kinds of crazy shit there's like a bunch of rich people running out of there screaming like do you know that there's someone on their phone calling the cops yeah yeah immediately you're right and like obviously there's a bunch of first responders already there i mean they're being kind of weird <laughs> and laughing and stuff but um mm-hmm. like one of them could have like Surely they could like talk to somebody and go, "Hey, like we for real need the cops here now." Right. Dude, I although I did love how the like the first responders like they all like donned their freaking costumes and started started fighting the tracksuit guys and started like basically just doing crowd control. That was that was on the one hand it was it was like okay it was it was Kmart superhero stuff, but at the same time I'm like, "Oh, you guys are you're trying to help." Like that's that's cool. And yeah, it was it was cute that, that all they were doing was just like directing like human traffic. They were like, yeah, just yeah. go over there. So, but yeah, I, w- I do want to talk about this though. That yes, like that, the, like the Natasha or the Yelena Clint fight. While it was kind of like, I don't know, it wasn't what I expected it to be. I did kind of like how they how he spent the whole entire time trying to convince her. Was like, no, I didn't kill her. She sacrificed herself for me. Like, if I, if I could have killed myself, I would have. Like, honestly, it. It is kind of sad because when you when you watch Endgame again and you see that actual like the you know the back and forth they had to do in order to get to that point of her jumping off the cliff, I'm like it is kind of sad to think about like that yeah she like she he worked really hard to make sure she didn't die and he failed. Yeah, it's it's a whole com like this whole uh, show really makes you rethink that scene. I think again because like how hard like he fights to die is kind of weird. And I know I think it's like Clint Clinton will do. Obviously, his family was dead or blipped yeah. by that point. Yeah, and, and, I think and he was... Go ahead, go ahead. He would obviously sacrifice himself to get his family back and give them their lives back, even if it meant he couldn't see them anymore because he's dead. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that, that whole fight just means more. And, and, and this whole episode makes you think, like, who's better? Is it better if Clint dies? Uh, you know, because it's easy at first to say, oh, Clint has children. He's got a wife, he's got a family. Yelena and Natasha, sorry, doesn't. She can obviously die, but actually, like, it still matters to people, and it's every life matters, you know. Yeah, I I absolutely agree, and yeah, and but I thought it was really cool, like this whole thing of him, like saying, like I fought as hard as I could. Her, you should have fought harder, and then she starts just beating him to death. Like the whole thing was just, I liked it. I thought it was really cool, Mister Action. You have no heart. <laughs> Let's see what he okay. says. He says mid plus they they kill the best character plus ratio plus ratio. I don't know what that means, but equals mid. I don't know. I don't freaking know. It's also a new trend now of killing off the best characters. Is is that a new trend? Because because I can I can see what you mean by that. Also, actually, Mister Ashmi, to discuss who you're saying is the best character. I think I know who you're talking about. 
are, are you are you talking about I, Maya or are you talking about Kingpin? Yeah, because I'm assuming we must be talking because I think Kingpin is the only character that dies in this episode. If he even dies, like I'm not, I'm not convinced. I agree. Like, I very have, much agree. Yeah, so let's go ahead and talk about that for a minute. Like he walks up, Maya sees him. Like she puts the gun to his head, and oh, Maya, we're family and everything. Like, like they do that trope of like the camera pans away while he's before she fires. I'm like, there's no goddamn way. Yeah, um, Kingpin well, and the boyfriend. Kingpin and the boyfriend are the are the best character. So they they do kill the boyfriend. Like Maya does kill him off. I don't know if I would say he's the best character. Yeah, I wouldn't. Um, I didn't. I'd say again, he was a weaker part of the show, as in this episode. I think for me, I didn't quite get why he was then killing Maya. And I get he's like, oh, because I'm a gangster. All right. Hmm. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't really make sense, like as to yeah, like you're right. The motivation as to why he killed Maya's dad, as like also Maya's complete like 180 when she realizes that oh well, like she listens to Clint one time, hears that you know Kingpin wanted to kill your dad, and then she just does a complete 180, like ready to kill everyone in the organization. I'm like, holy shit, man! That's I mean, one of those maybe... things. I'm like it, it was kind of forced. Like it, if we got like one more right. episode, we would have flushed that out a little more. You're right. Like Maya, kind of like. It's like Maya goes, oh yeah, like Kingpin is clearly the dodgiest man in the world. <laughs> like, because when he comes, he's like, you and I, we're family. And it's like, oh yeah, no, you are so dodgy. I wouldn't trust you anywhere. Yeah, and I mean, if you've watched Daredevil, I feel like he's doing the exact same uh, bullcrap that he did then. Like, he's just trying to, he's trying to like, oh no, we're all friends. But uh, but he could, he could slam your head into the ground and like end you, <laughs> which... Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. That's that. Well, I think that's something we need to talk about as well. Is the fact that Kingpin in this is a bit more like the comics and a bit more crazy than um, we see in Daredevil in the Netflix show because we see him survive stuff that the Netflix show didn't really do to him. Yeah, agreed. And more than see what what I'm a little worried about is that they're making him a little more kid friendly because he didn't do much of this like he fought he went hand to hand with kate bishop and didn't like slam her into the ground or anything didn't do it like he was he was really just kind of like grappling with her like whereas the the netflix kingpin is like i don't know he was, he was a lot more brutal you know what i mean and let me see if i can find that and it's so weird that this kingpin seems to be more powerful than the netflix kingpin like yeah, really. doing those punches where he's sending her like, across the room like like she's going on flying on wires um, and then when he, he gets blown up and he's thrown around, it it seems like this Kingpin is almost like super powered. I don't know if there's going to be some sort of storyline about him being enhanced or if, because I know back in the day in the, in the Spider-Man comics, it was just like that Kingpin was like secretly like a really buff dude. Like he was like the pure muscle of the Kingpin. Yes, um, yeah. All right. In the Daredevil comic, I, I keep on bringing up Daredevil, but it, it does talk about, or in the Daredevil show, it talks about how he has that special suit that's like, bulletproof and knife proof and it has all it's like you know it was made by that one dude uh, okay yeah so yeah that, it just could be that that he's not super powered he just has like really special he's, like, he's rich so he has special clothing that is meant to stop arrows yeah I could see that I could see that I noticed that he carries his cane in this a lot more as well I don't remember him having his big like pimp cane in the yeah. Netflix show yeah I don't remember him with the with the uh, Hawaiian shirt and the like the white suit yeah but I don't remember him rocking the Hawaiian shirt either that was yeah, like new. he's going to a Jimmy Buffett concert. Mm -hmm. 
Mr. Action says Kingpin is now his favorite thing. I really want Kingpin to be not dead and a bigger character and more because he's he's one of my favorite villains forever. And this version of Kingpin, the Vincent D'Onofrio one, is so good. Mm-hmm. Absolutely agree. Yeah, and and Mr. Action. So yeah, if Kingpin is your favorite thing now, then definitely watch uh, Daredevil, like especially Daredevil two or season two because he has a big, a much bigger role in that season. And it's just he's so good, and it's it's so much better than like because they're limited by Disney Plus because they have they have to be a little more kid friendly. Yeah, they they do like Kingpin. Like Kingpin really would be like he is he's a sociopath. He's terrifying, Kingpin. Yeah, um, and like they go into like his backstory, like and that is so dark, and the stuff that happens in that is so good. See, Wiki Talk says, yes, they were killed. I'm not on board with any great characters getting killed. Like, what? And I'm, So, yeah, I would agree that, too. But, I, again, I don't think he's dead. The fact that you, yeah, you saw the boyfriend get stabbed or get, get shot or whatever. Like, he died. Like, that's that, he, that was no, no question he is gone. But Kingpin, because the camera did not show him actually die, it didn't show any, like, it didn't have a noise. It, all you heard was the gunshot, and that's it. I'm like, I don't trust that either. Maya is dead or they're both alive. And he's just getting, we're, we're going to see like somewhere down the line, we're going to see Maya being tortured by Kingpin in one of his like dungeons somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, we're going to get some like brainwashed Maya that's working for him now. Cyborg Maya could be anything, you know, yeah, depending exactly. on how wacky we want to go. Yeah. You want to do like, oh, now we have another taskmaster or something like that. If you know, why not? Yeah. That kind of thing. Let's see. Uh, so Mr. X says kids nowadays are doing the plus ratio and equals. I don't I don't know what the maybe I'm that just must out of be. touch. Yeah. I'm, I'm too old. Maybe have they changed how they teach math at school now? Is that it? <laughs> like, is this the new algebra? Oh god. So like they did away with PEMDAS and now it's this plus ratio and mid thing. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, I want to see more comic freaky thing in the future Marvel movies. Mm-hmm, I agree. And I see what you mean about the new Batman movie looking too edgy. I mean, you know me. I'm a bit of an edge lord. I think. I love my dark stuff. So I'm looking forward to that Batman movie. And I am kind of with Gilbs on this. Like, I'm a bit sad that this is so Disney Plus kid friendly. I'd love to see. Like, I would, I would have loved it. If Kate Bishop like nearly died in this, if, you, if it was just like him like gorilla beating her, <laughs> yeah. Because again, like if you if you watch that uh, Daredevil or if you watch that Kingpin, uh, he like he straight up decapitates a dude with a car door. Whereas this one, he like just kind of grabs the little girl and sm- and like throws her around, and he just tells, her, "Stay out of this." I'm like, yeah, it's so what? weird how willing he is to like murder. Presumably, murder her mother with his bare hands. But he's like, oh, I'll, I'll leave this one who has actively shot me with an arrow already. Mm. Like, yeah, she see, tried to kill you, dude. Like, he, he kills people who tries to kill him. Yeah, like, and plus, she, not only that, she smacks him around a couple, at least she, like, not successfully. It doesn't, it's not like he's heard from it, but she does hit him a couple of times, which you got, you think, you feel Kingpin is the kind of guy who's like, if you try to hit me, I'm gonna, I'm going to end you. Like all her all her mother did to do was try to leave. Like that's yeah. it. She just tried to get out of the game and he's like, You have to die for that, for that disrespect. Exactly. Like there's there's no way he would just let this girl who actively is trying to kill him 
like live. Yeah, no. That's some BS. But again, it's Disney, it's Disney plus censorship and trying to make him like kid friendlier, which I'm not down for. Like that's what that worries me when I hear that like Deadpool is is now owned or is eventually gonna be on Disney Plus so they're making a third Deadpool movie with Disney. I'm like, uh mm, that's interesting. It, it could be interesting the way they do it, because obviously we've got the stuff that's coming out on Hulu where they're being a bit more adult, like uh, Modoc was, and what's the other one that's coming on Hulu? Uh, um, there's a uh, what's it called, Bite Monkey or Monk? Like, yes, yes, Hit Monkey. Hit Monkey's coming monkey. on Hulu. So we're getting a bit more violence. So it could be that we maybe see like a more hardcore Daredevil thing starting to live on Hulu. Or if you're in the UK, it's it's on Disney Plus as well, but it's part of the Stars brand, so it's the adult stuff on Disney Plus. See, so, yeah, we need to get something like that here in America. Um, I'm sure they're they're just testing it out in in your like in your market. Just in, in like watch in, in like another like two three years, it'll end up being over here as well. Because like but, like here in the UK, I can go on Disney Plus and I can watch Solar Opposites. So like you can see like I can watch stuff with loads of gore, loads of violence and swearing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but so hopefully I'm I'm get, I'm hoping that Disney Plus doesn't push out on this and be like if they do bring Vincent D'Onofrio back for other stuff, which I'm I'm saying I'm I don't I don't buy into oh it's just Disney censorship. There's, like I think that they're building up to something else because they if they wanted to kill him, they would show you killing him. Yeah, it, no one who is killed off screen is dead. Like that's it. We know it. We know Natasha's dead because they made a big deal out of Natasha dying. But anyone who dies off screen no i mean we saw we saw thanos get decapitated sure there's not really any blood but that head comes off yeah so they're willing to have some violence they're willing to see people die and and again i'm just like if i have a friend i had a friend at university who was an archer um and was very happy to tell me about how like an arrow will like just kill you just wreck you even worse than a bullet. He was all like, oh, well, you know, there's more force than in a bullet. Um, and so I think, oh, hello, Marshall Lewis. Hello. Yes, it is interesting. Please come in. Take a sit down. <laughs> Sits down. Yes. Watching. Well, Love we it. appreciate it. Thank you for sitting in. <laughs> Welcome um, to our TED Talk. <laughs> yeah, ba- basically, I, don't, I no way believe Kingpin is dead. Yeah, there's they they can't like I it just it feels like it, it would be a waste and it's one of those things I would say I would argue kind of like the Ralph Boner thing from uh what's it from WandaVision you know how they they put what's his name the guy who you who was also the other Quicksilver yes yeah like I I feel like it's one of those things like if if you were to do this, something like that it's it's a waste of a great character and why would you do that like just just to get the the oh my god factor for when your show is out. Actually, uh, that that's the thing I will have to say. That's the only fear I have about Kingpin is they never call him Kingpin and they never call him Wilson Fisk. So I'm a little worried they well, might use that loophole to get out of it. Oh well, actually, I I don't know. I think that during episode five, Hawkeye, I think he does say Kingpin. I think he does oh, say okay. the last the last okay. second he says like, "Oh, this is what I was worried about, Kingpin." And then you see him, and I believe that in the next episode or in this episode. At the very beginning, the mom says, oh, hi, Wilson. I, I think she does call him Wilson. I don't think they say Fisk, but she does call him Wilson at least once. Yes, you're right. She, she does call him Wilson, doesn't she? Yeah. I heard Deadpool 3 is going to be rated R. I bet we're going to get a few squirts of blood and 
a blood slice and f bombs, but but I wish they would go for a trauma approach. A, tra- oh, a trauma approach. Now, okay. oh, I. So, do you know um, Troma, the studio at all? A trauma? Uh, uh, no, I don't believe so. They made the Toxic Avenger. It's probably their best known movie. Troma are crazy. They're they're real cool, but they're crazy. They made this movie called Poultry Geist, which is about a haunted KFC. But like, mm. there's a man who shits himself inside out in that. There oh, is. God. It's a musical. There is a whole weird joke about cross burning, like. <laughs> Mr. Action, I would love to see a Deadpool trauma movie, but we're net. That's too extreme. (laughs) I would love it, but no one else would. Well, it's just you and me just enjoying it in the theater. And then Uh, we get arrested. As you turn, yeah, as you turn Deadpool instantly into a cult film. I cannot. I'm trying to think of a scene that I can explain to you how like crazy trauma is that won't get this video taken down. Like, I can, I'm not sure of one that I can mention. <laughs> Oi. Like, so, I don't, yeah, I don't know. That's, that sounds, I'll, I'll look it up and I'll tell you what. Next episode, next week, we'll, we'll have like a, we'll have like a little link. I'll, I'll look it up and I'll talk, I'll talk to you about it. Yeah. I'll see what, I'll give you my, my quick, like, holy crap. <laughs> but that's interesting, though. I want Night of the Chicken Dead. Okay. Nice the Chicken Dead. Nice. I don't even know what the hell that is. I'm assuming <laughs> another another trauma thing. I think so, yeah. But this right, whole yeah. this whole scene, this this fight with them, it's pretty fun. And actually, I've said that I don't like the Black Widow movie that much, but this episode really made me like Yelena a lot. Mm-hmm. See, I kind of I did kind of like the thing of her of her fighting. Like she tries to stop the elevator. No, no. And then she, I like how they actually have like a a short. I don't know, kind of like a hand-to-hand thing. Like you can tell that she's not really fi- that Yelena at least is not really fighting because you know she's a Black Widow. She could she could kill Kate if she wanted to, which I I think it's just kind of fun that she's I don't know she has this weird like friendship bond with her that she doesn't actually want to kill her. She just wants to like stop her, which which makes sense because like considering that Yelena's whole thing at the moment has been like saving other women who are like in this weird assassin life like kate's not that different from one of the other widows other than she's nowhere near as skilled and presumably hasn't had a wound cut out um yeah i mean you would hope not yeah (laughs) like i think they would have mentioned it if she did (laughs) but yeah i didn't see i i kind of like that part where she like takes out her costume and she's like did you plan that yeah kind (laughs) of like that's that's pretty great (laughs) like i some of it is like the like these little moments are kind of wholesome. I enjoy that, but I know Mr. Action, you're just like, uh, wholesome stuff. <laughs> uh, let me see what else, what other stuff turned out really great. Uh, th- um, oh, honest to god, I think my favorite bit of the entire episode is that suplex that Hawkeye does. Uh, which one is that? I think it's, it, it's like around this time. So he's it's when he's in his shirt and he's just fighting guys in here and he just suplex one dude and it's just like, yeah. Oh, yeah. I also like that how he jumps off and he lands it. There's, there are so many times where Hawkeye should have been dead in this episode. And that <laughs> right there is one of them. Like him jumping from the window to the tree and like, like, because he, he lands and he lands hard. <laughs> and, yeah. Then later on, we have Kate shoot the tree down and him fall to the ground, hitting the ice, mind you. That was like the best 
part of this and i was really disappointed watching this i was like i wish the entire show had been this kind of stuff i wanted like a christmas hijinks kind of show and like we got loads of that here in this final episode but it's just not much of it in the rest of the show yeah i i feel like that's all right so on the one hand it's probably a budget thing like they probably it probably costs a lot to have this entire thing in rockefeller center and then and, and for the parts that actually are filmed in Rockefeller Center, I'm sure a lot of this is on a set. But mm. you know what I'm saying? Like the, in order to have that tree animated in there, in order to have like the whole thing where it falls down and she shoots it on the ground. Like and then not to mention the fight that we have afterward where they have all the trick arrows and then, you know, this scene alone, I'm sure cost a shit ton of money. That's Joe. I was just thinking. Because you're right, that'd be so hard. And I was thinking, oh wow, how difficult must it be to keep people away from Rockefeller Center while you're filming? And I was like, that's another part of this whole episode. How are there not like ten thousand New Yorkers around there going, "Hey, Hawkeye, yo, They're shoot him well in the could. face"? Yeah, no, that's a good point. I feel like it's on the one hand, yeah, it's all the guns going off, but yeah, I could totally see like in real life, there's probably like thousands of people out there just just sitting on the like out of camera view. Like if Sam Raimi had directed this, these gangsters would have been like attacked by all the New Yorkers of <laughs> the buildings around. Like, hey, you don't you mess, mess with Hawkeye and my town. It's like Hawkeye's an Avenger. You don't mess with the Avengers in New York. Oh, it's the Battle in New York Part Two. <laughs> you know what? That's uh. So real quick, our you know actually we can talk about that when we get to Doctor Strange. But I do want to ask you some stuff about Sam Raimi and see if we get. <laughs> okay okay so, let's see. so here let's talk about this real quick we did get to actually see hawkeye put on his costume that was made by the people or by the by the uh, larpers yeah. i'm not i don't know how i feel about this i'm not crazy about it yeah i i think like the fact that it's just exactly the costume we've seen on the thumbnail for six weeks it's quite yeah, disappointing right? like the fact that we see her design the mask but it never shows up even I'm a bit disappointed by that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm not sure what I expected, but it, like, it looks like literally the same costume as hers. And and yeah, like you said, we've been seeing those pictures. Like he's wearing the costume in all of the different like posters where they have Hawkeye with like posing. He's wearing the costume, so I'm like, dude, you guys kind of spoiled it in all your promos. And like like the Scarlet Witch costume, we saw a bit of it, but we didn't see the full deal before like it was revealed in that episode. Because I think, like, was it the thumbnail was like it showed like the costume from like there down? I think. Am I remember yeah. that right. Yeah, something uh, like that. Yeah, I think so. So. Oh, I was a little bummed about that too. We didn't get to see a pim arrow. Like they they had this whole sequence of them making new arrows, and then he has a pim arrow, but we don't even get to see it used. I know, but I love that joke. <laughs> the the pim arrow joke in this episode is so good. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> Although it is a bit dark that like we we consider like yeah, like you say, Disney plus censorship. We can't show people like bleeding, we can't show people like really getting hurt. But we can show a bunch of people. I forgot they did they shot the truck. That's right, and then the truck got eaten by a fucking owl. Yeah, those guys are gonna either be eaten or they are just in New York being tiny until they get eaten. Because like like they're gonna get what they're gonna get stepped on or rats having them, right? Yeah, basically. I'm like Eventually, you're gonna, you're going to, I don't know, man. Eventually, yeah, you're just going to get eaten by something, or you're just gonna die because you're too small to get anywhere where there's food. Yeah, like, like, or, or it's like that whole bit from Solar Opposites. I've been watching a lot of that, Riley. So I've seen the whole 
side plot with the tiny people in that. Very good show. Yeah, you'll end up you'll end up in a wall somewhere with other tiny people who were who <laughs> mistakenly fucked over uh, Ant Man. <laughs> I I think I think that. Uh, yes, yes, you're right, Mister Action. The the New Yorkers fighting, throwing stuff. At Green Goblin was pure cinema. Yeah, um, and honest to God, it, if like that happens for no reason in Multiverse of Madness, it'd be pretty cool. Like like if just you know I don't know the Watcher starts throwing stuff at evil Doctor Strange or something. Mm. <laughs> hey, you get out of here. So I wanted to I wanted to ask you. Uh, we talked a little bit about the Larpers. What'd you think of this dude? Like her stepdad now suddenly being redeemed, quote unquote. Like, I kind of love him. Like, like he's fighting with a sword for like no fucking reason. I kind of love that their explanation. This guy's like, oh yeah, he's just a bit mental. Yeah, like, he just he just likes swords. He's he's a yeah. weird, weird eccentric rich guy. Yeah, he he, he he was being honest. He genuinely just like hid the fact that using that. Yeah, he stole that. He stole the Ronin sword because he thought it was cool. Yeah, <laughs> like the, the big reveal of like why does he have the sword? Because <laughs> he just he wanted to have the katana of the Ronin. And like, I kind of like that he is like he's just someone who's so wealthy and doesn't have to work. He's like, I've been planning my whole life to be Zorro. <laughs> That's exactly what he's been doing. Which, to be fair, is Kate, what Kate Bishop's been doing. Kate I Bishop's mean, whole thing is that she's just been planning to be her childhood hero her whole life. Yeah, she's been planning her whole life to be Robin Hood. So. Fair, fair enough. Fair. I'm just saying, I think it's funny that it makes the idea that rich people, that all it takes to be, if you want to be a superhero, you should be a rich person with like all the time on, in the world on your hands. Mr. Actions made a very good point in the chat um, that uh, the small tracksuit guys are all dead because of small oxygen. That's that's a good point. We shrank them down, yeah. but the rest of the world is the same size. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've heard that stuff about like the old I've heard the argument of that. The only reason that Ant-Man can survive is because like his his mask like converts the oxygen or whatever the fuck. But I yeah, no. Does he have like, a, yeah. a pin particle filter? Like something like that. Yeah. yeah. But I would assume, yeah, everyone else, you can't like water molecules or, or air molecules are such are so much bigger now than than you are. That's a very good point. How many people has Scott killed already just by doing that? I mean, not to mention if he goes into giant man, like if he if he goes big and then he just goes <gasps> like does he suck all the oxygen <laughs> out of the fucking air and like kill everyone? Like, you good for putting out fires. Yeah, I mean, it'd be great, but I mean, it's also a great way to turn the entire room into a vacuum and murder everybody in it. <laughs> like, <laughs> the horrifying implications of Ant-Man. <laughs> but yeah, so, like, you don't think about that, like, the, the people that just kind of get casually murdered in this show, but, you know, f screw them, they're those, they're those asshole Russian dudes in the tracksuits, like, who cares about them? There are a few, yeah. There's a bunch of things in this that are like the collateral damage of doing any of this is so huge. <laughs> like, it's again, it's not quite the Battle of New York, but like, I think there's a bit where like they're like firing into windows of a building, and it's like, oh, okay, <laughs> calm down. Mm -hmm. Although, still, like, actually, what's worse, the cops that we saw in Spider Man who were just shooting, <laughs> like, yeah, right, the cops who didn't show up. I don't know. That's a good point. Yeah, the cops who don't show up until like the very end. Here, let me see. Because uh, yeah, they do show up here. Like, like when the mom is now like when everything's all been done and said and done, and the, the, the kingpin is gone, all the tracks you guys are knocked out. Then like the cops show up. So yeah, I don't know. The cops who show up super late, 
or the cops who show up right on time but shoot indiscriminately into buildings. I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. I think I'll take the cops who show up late because at least in this, at least in that world, they have superheroes that they pick up the slack. I did like the fact that I, I need to mention this. I do love the fact that they. They set this finale in the right place. The fact that it is in Rockefeller Center is really cool. Like, like I've only been to the States the one time, and I've been to Rockefeller Center, so like it's really iconic. Everyone knows it, um, and a great Christmas like scene to have them on the ice rink, like doing mm-hmm. that fight. I didn't like that one bit where they're like, "Look, it's the thumbnail of the show," when they're like standing like back to back, yeah, firing something like that. Okay. But all the but, trick arrows we see is so cool. I mean, we haven't talked about the trick arrow um, suit up scene. You yeah. mentioned it, like we don't see the pin particle, but it's it's so cool. Yeah. So let's go ahead and talk about that for a minute. That like the, how cool the scene is, and then also I want to point out when in the like I think it's like episode two or three, he's like, "Oh yeah, trick arrows are all gone. There's no more." I'm like, "You lying sack! You could have just made more at any point. You knew that." Yeah, it's. It's interesting, but I, I like the fact that it does show that he makes his own stuff. And like, whilst we see in that case he's got a bunch of Stark technology, that's just he uses it, but he doesn't like. He's not out in the cold if he doesn't get Stark tech. He can make stuff himself. Yeah, and then I mean, also it shows that really badass scene where he fires the like two arrow. He fires the first arrow, and then the second one splitting it, and then like hitting all three guys. That's a that's a bullshit. That's not how it works. But that's still that's cool. That's a cool shot. It's a good point though that because one of the bit annoys me is the fact that that guy catches the arrow, and I'm like, nah, nah, son. I, I've seen it before where you have to practice it. Like you have to really, really practice. You have to you have to time it just right. But it is possible to catch an arrow. Yeah, it's it's just like the odds of it happening when, especially at night, when when like you don't you can't like. I don't know, from that distance at night and the fact that the arrow didn't have anything on it, like it wasn't on fire, it wasn't blinking. It did, like, I don't know. It's unlikely that he would be able to catch that arrow. Yeah, yeah. And it kind of annoyed me because it, it felt a bit like, are they trying to say that that character's like super powered as well? He's just a badass too. Yeah, but I didn't think, I thought he was just an interpreter. That was like the only reason he was there. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought so as well, but... I don't know. I mean, they had to kind of give him a reason or give him a, a cool thing to do. I I feel like that was what, that's the only thing it was. Just it was the last fight. They had to give make him like kind of a badass too. I uh, yeah. I, I I sort of got through this episode. They really wanted to keep Maya alive. Um, yeah. They really wanted to make sure that Maya. I, I'm guessing she'll come back in some sort of Kate Bishop story at some point. Um, because like it. It didn't make much sense to me that we didn't really have a final showdown with Maya. That's what I was expecting in this, was she was going to be the big fight to have, and certainly not Kate Bishop versus Fisk. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was going to be Maya versus Kate, or like Maya versus Hawkeye, or something. or like have like a Hawkeye versus Yelena and Maya, like kind of have like we had that where it's a triangle. He has to fight both of them, and then they fight each other. That would have been yeah. cool. That would have been but, good. Yeah. But yeah, no, they they kind of they kind of like. Tri- like pulled the wool over your eyes on that one with with the fisk thing coming in at the last minute but yeah i don't know i, th- I feel like maya is they're trying to make her an anti-hero or they're going to try to make her like redeemed you know kind of thing mm, i think you're right i think that's going to be some plot line i don't know if maya is a is a hero existing in the comics already or an anti-hero or something um but it looks like the, you're right they're trying to bring her in as a fan favorite yeah 
Absolutely. All right. So I guess uh, now we get to the point of the episode where, all right, so what, uh, what would you rate this? Or if, and then not, not only that, but what would you rate the season now? After now that we've seen all six episodes, how would you rate this whole thing? Oh, okay. Um, this one, hmm, I've been wondering about whether I'd give this a five. I think I will because it, it's a really good episode. I really like it. Um, and Mr. Action, I think you mentioned it already before, but uh, Marshall, Marshall just turned up in the chat. Ooh. Ah, Marshall, what's up, buddy? Merry Christmas, Marshall. Or, uh, yeah. For yesterday, um, but uh, yeah, the the fact that Kate comes and has family Christmas with them because obviously her mum's in jail, that's really sweet. I really like it. Um, I personally like that they just show us the musical in the end because I was like, yeah, this is actually an end credit scene. I was like, yes, brilliant. It's not work. I don't have to know it just so that I know what's going on. I can just enjoy it. Yeah, I I'm with you on that kind of. In in the sense that like yes it's it was it's not it's it's a fun little thing we there's not a whole lot of like homework that has to be done you don't have to worry about like oh shit what do I have to do now and what do I have to be reading up and looking up now yeah it's just a fun little thing my only problem with it is I'm like god damn it guys I I was I was hoping for something more or they could have done this and then an actual end credit scene you know I could have done two Uh, yeah I was surprised there wasn't two I was expecting two and I was like scrubbing through. On the uh, the player, <laughs> Mary, Mary Chrysler. Chrysler. <laughs> but, it, but it was kind of fun to see the entirety of the song, like see all these people, like how it starts and everything. It's like just normal people, and then suddenly out of nowhere, like the the you know bad cosplay Avengers all pop in. <laughs> it oh, was Gilbs! Apparently, Marshall says you're as cynical as ever. Indeed, I am. Welcome back to the Folkman Team Podcast, Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, so I think, yeah, I, I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to give this a five. I, like the last part, uh, her being with her with his family. Awesome. Like, because, yeah, now she's she's poor. She has no one like her mom's being been put in jail. Assuming, presumably all her assets have been frozen. So now she has. So, yeah, Kate has nothing. That's a good point. That's a very good point. I hadn't considered that. Yeah, what has she got left? And like, what's she going to do? Because like, I don't know if the Avengers don't really exist in the same way anymore. If you can go to like an Avengers compound and live, yeah, no, like, the Aven- yeah, the Avengers don't exist because yeah, like what the three? Well, yeah, Captain America's dead or maybe just old. Like we're not sure. Uh, Iron Man's dead. Thor is off in space. Ant Man. No one really knows who. People think Ant Man's an Avenger, but he's not really. Nick Fury doesn't seem to be planet side anymore. So who's the one giving yeah. the funding for these things? Obviously, I don't know whether Stark Industries is funding it, whether Pepper's still like paying for people to do stuff. Yeah, like, but now at this point, Spider Man is doing what he's doing. Like he's, like he's not he's not really attached to Stark Industries anymore with with the death of Tony Stark. Like, yeah, there aren't really a a, a real Avengers team. But I do kind of like how oh well. So, What's my name going to be? Hawk Eve, or you know, like they go through all these like stupid names, or Hawk Girl, or I was thinking, you know, and then I love how it ends with Hawkeye. Like I was thinking more along the lines of, and then it breaks to the to the title Hawkeye. I'm like, yeah, yeah. like I love I love that shit. Mister Action, three out of five. Is that for the episode? Just for the episode, or throughout the whole show, Mister Action? I'm willing to bet <laughs> he's he's probably going to put it throughout the uh, for the whole season. Watch, that's Mister Action's like. Three out of five the whole season. 
Well, see, I kind of agree with that. Like, it's not a bad season, but it's just, it's definitely not like on par with What If, I think, or One Division or Loki. I prefer yeah. it to Captain America, uh, Falcon Winter yeah. Soldier. That's it. So, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, your, your rating here, Harrison's official rating Falcon Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, Loki, One Division. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say so. Maybe I'm not entirely sure which way around Loki and One Division is because I really, really enjoyed Loki, but I think One Division's better. I I need to rewatch. I need, I, should, I need to rewatch both of those. Yeah, they're right. really good shows, and like, given how small the episodes are, they're not that hard to rewatch, right? And yeah, they're pretty short seasons. So like, most of like that's the one good thing about it is all is that six to eight episodes is like okay, I could I could sit down in a for like an afternoon and what and like bang this out. Which, like, Mr. Action, we were talking about the Netflix shows, that's like 11 hours, and sometimes they do drag. That's the only problem with them, is they, they are a bit too long. Yeah, that that's a good point. So there are some episodes that are like, okay, you could probably cut this one right out. Yeah, Mr. Action saying, what if is your favorite out of all of them? Ooh, I, that's, I that's interesting. What if, yeah. That's, I, it, for me, it's between what if and uh, I'm going to say WandaVision. Yeah, I, I think I prefer like one division and loki because they're like complete story they're a bit more strong together whereas what if obviously does connect one division was good and then boom season finale it just went terrible it, it's like yeah. it's like week old milk it just soured i love that season finale like right okay I didn't, okay I, I thought it was all right I didn't mind yeah it. i i love the fight between vision and and Linus or whatever his name is yeah like that was so cool the way he like logics him out of it so cool agatha is dope oh man we're getting we're getting an agatha show next year too i know oh uh, you marshall saw you saw spooty man yay that's awesome marshall i saw it opening night so well yeah well we move on to our next topic i'm gonna uh i think i'm gonna say i'm real quick i'm gonna say i'm gonna yeah i'm with you harris i'm gonna give this episode a five out of five and then the whole season i think i'll give it a four out of five i'll, okay. I'll put it i'll put it right on yeah right on par with uh probably uh falcon winter soldier yeah uh yeah I think that's fair. I think that's fair to do. And then, so yeah, Marshall. Yeah, let me know what you thought of Spider Man because I thought it was freaking awesome. Mister Action is it was all meh. He he was yeah. Uh, I need someone on my side. And then Harrison. I, hasn't I seen feel, it yet. yeah, Marshall. You must be on our side because I reckon it will be good. But like I know that you love Toby and you love Raimi and everything. Like you must have loved that movie. But yeah, we we spoke about what if and well, we're gonna have to talk about what if a bit more. I think with this whole multiverse, aren't we? Yeah, so let's go ahead and move right into that with Doctor Strange. Yeah, a few days ago we got the Doctor Strange trailer, uh, which if you were cool like me and Marshall, you saw the end credit scene. Loved it, yes, so awesome. So many good scenes. What am I? Yeah, I think it's probably my favorite Spider-Man movie now. Like, definitely one of the best. I really want to see it. Like. To, to, to try and find out, it's something of like these days. I'm like, oh, maybe it'll be my favorite as well. Oh, dude! I, all right. So, I think based off of the fact that you you did enjoy the the first two Spider-Man movies, and then I also I, I I'm not sure what your opinions are. We we haven't ever watched the Amazing Spider-Man ones, but I I'm, I think you like those. No, um, to be yeah. fair, like like I've never seen actually. I've never seen um. Amazing Spider-Man mm -hmm. two all the way through. We we tried watching it recently. We watched a bit of, and whew, I knew it was bad because everyone said it was bad. But I I kind of like Electro, 
but there's there's so much wrong with that movie. There's so much stuff happening that I don't care about. Spider-Man's barely in it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, you might not. Yeah. So there might be those parts you might not be down for. But as far as like the the Raimi stuff, you'll probably be all all about that. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, let's go in. Let's go ahead and talk about this. Speaking of Raimi, so Harrison, I wanted to talk to you about that. I wanted to ask you, are we going to get a, you mess with Doctor Strange, you mess with New York moment? Because it is Sam Raimi, in fact. I don't I don't think so. I think we might get something similar where like all his friends gather around to help him or something. Because Raimi loves a good kind of heartwarming story amongst his weird stuff. Especially in superhero movies, um, but this seems like it's going to be a bit more of a chance for Raimi to remind everyone, like, "Hey, I make horror movies. Like, I made like one of the biggest horror franchises in the world. You guys, shut up! I'm here to scare you." Right? Um, he, I like that. He wants to see that scene. It I'm... would be kind of good, like if it's a bunch of like weird malformed, you know, like a Rick and Morty thing. Like it's all the Doctor Stranges from other universes. <laughs> Like yeah, did, tentacle Doctor Strange, like oh no. See now, like here's my thing is that I'm. I mean, obviously we're gonna get Doctor Strange. Although I like how he has the Eye of Agamotto, apparently, which that's one thing I'm curious about is that if that's still the Infinity Stone or if that's something Ooh, yeah. else. Mm. Uh, yeah, we're getting uh, you know obviously Scarlet Witch. Like we knew that right away. Uh, now I, we get our first look at America Chavez, which I'm wondering what she has to do with this. Like this is like we've never seen anything to do with her at all from the MCU yet. So I'm wondering what. Where like how they're gonna have her shoehorned into this? Yes, I was very interested about that as well because because I saw it and I was like, oh, what what's happening with this character? It'd be interesting. To, I hope this isn't their first introduction. Probably won't be. We're probably gonna find them in something because Marvel has been. It's weird. Like I think we all kind of felt like we knew Marvel's tricks, mm-hmm. but they're getting sneakier. They're like doing stuff that you wouldn't expect these days. Agreed. Uh, like. I feel like yeah, they're doing it because because nowadays they after like fifteen years of of Marvel they know like well thirteen years but yeah but you get what I'm saying after almost after almost going on two decades of Marvel movies they know that we're 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 looking for like we see the patterns we see the tricks and we're so they're trying to find new ways to like to trick us into like and to get us like oh holy shit I didn't even see that one coming which mm. they're doing pretty good I think I mean they're 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 doing in some regards like sometimes there there's some things that are kind of predictable but more or less I'm I'm. You know, I'm happy with what we've been getting. Yeah, Marshall, what you're saying there, um, I'm struggling to get hyped for Kang as a villain after the decade Thanos build-up. I completely get. And that's why I'm like, Marvel has been kind of changing stuff. I'm, I'm trying to trust them. that like Because like we went into What If kind of going, it's not going to be that important. What If won't set anything up. But then we saw this, and it looks like the whole What If Doctor Strange story is pivotal to a lot of what's happening in Marvel. I think... That, so we might, you know, American Chavez might be like a blind bag cat. That might be the first introduction to the MCU. It's like, if you didn't buy the Lego minifigs of fucking Marvel things, you won't know the continuity of Multiverse of Madness. I, I think they're getting like more complicated mm-hmm. rather than simpler. Yeah, no, it's going like way more into it to the point where you can't really start like you like if you're not into the Marvel movies at this point. Well, tough, tough shit. You're you can't really like it's it's too complicated at this point. It's like this is like days of our lives or general hospital levels of like com- <laughs> it's like my my brother's cousin's sister was also a clone and then we went into a coma, but it turned out to be a dream. 
Yeah, I mean, I mean, Black Widow's already like that, isn't it, I suppose? Because it's like, oh, this is her sister, but not really her sister. It's an adopted sister. Well, not adopted. They're in a spy family together. Um, but she does have the same... She is Black Widow, but not the same Black Widow. And now she's in the anti-Avengers. No, the anti-Avengers were made up by the, that chick from Seinfeld. <laughs> yeah, no, I see. That's my, my big thing, dude. Is at this point... Like, when it first started out, it's like, okay, that's Iron Man, and he makes weapons. And then, okay, that's Thor, and he's also a god. And, oh, oh, Coulson, he shows up in these two movies because he's a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. It, it, it was simple, more or less. <laughs> like, nowadays, it's like, oh, that's Mordo. And he was also in this movie, like, like three years back, and he doesn't like sorcerers, so he's deciding to kill people, and blah, blah, blah. blah. I'm like, then we start... Okay, so how does he tie into it? Well, it's also, he's actually like the cousin of America Chavez or something. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Marshall, you said there, Spider-Man Days of Our Lives Home, which I quite like. I mean, the thing is, like, isn't... Because don't Marvel own Archie Comics? Like, I think we could, Warner Brothers... I think Warner Brothers owns Archie Comics. I do, though. Yeah, that that's why, yeah, that's why the CW did, uh, did Ar- uh, Riverdale. Oh, the C... Uh, okay, sorry. It's on Netflix here in the UK. Oh. Well, either way, yeah, on, on network TV, it's it's done on by Warner Brothers or like the CW, okay. which is, you know, that shit. Okay, because I, I was genuinely like, we might honestly get like some real like romance love triangle stuff happening. I, I don't even know if we could. So, yeah, so what you want, Mr. Action, is you want Leon Kennedy, fucking beautiful Joe, and I don't know who, and Dante to show up in, in this movie. I'm not going to lie. If Dante from Devil May Cry turned up in any Marvel movie, I'd lo- like especially oh Multiverse of Madness, that'd be so good. Like it'd just be that'd doing be all this, cool. and then just this guy with a massive sword. Screw you, let's rock. <laughs> I would actually, <laughs> I would actually be all about that. Like if you give me like D- Devil May Cry three, Dante, like I think because if you ask me, that's like the pinnacle of of Devil May Cry. It was Devil May Cry three. Why haven't we had a Devil May Cry movie yet? I I don't know. That's a good yeah. question. We've had a Why million have we Resident had that Evils. movie yet? Yeah, we've had a million, million Resident Evils. We've had like the Monster Hunter. We've had Blood. I'm I'm pretty sure it was a Blood Rain or whatever. They had Assassin's Creed. Why have we not had a Devil May Cry movie? What the hell? Yeah. Dark <laughs> Leon <laughs> Kennedy versus Doctor Strange. <laughs> so yeah, Leon Kennedy tries to parkour and he just ends up parkouring into a into like a, a portal and then dies. <laughs> Yeah, but look at heat to herb though. It's fine. God damn those herbs. The only thing um, I can't stop. Mr. Action, I'm I don't make me put you in a timeout. Sarah from Kingdom Hearts. Isn't that Square Enix? Uh, that is that is Square Enix, but they have a but because uh, Kingdom Hearts had like a deal with Disney, like Square Enix and Disney did a thing. Of course, of course yeah. So Sora yeah. could jump in. Mr. Action, let me put it this way. If they ever, and I mean ever, put Put like the Marvel characters into Kingdom Hearts. I I will uh I I will I will so uh I I can't say what I'm gonna do because then I'll technically be you know committing a crime. <laughs> I mean, didn't but, they sort of have something? But with Disney Infinite was kind of like that because we had all the Marvel characters in that. They did, yeah, but I don't. It was like an open world kind of thing where yeah, you could have all the different. But I don't know if I would count that as the same thing. That's more like along along lines of Fortnite, which is stupid, but you know. <laughs> Marshall, I, I love you so much, dude. <laughs> you were almost uh, a strange sandwich. Yeah, but... Especially Mr. if it Action- happens to, like, dark Doctor Strange, there's, like, tentacles coming out of it. Uh, Mr. Action, I'm sorry, but, you know, I, I, I feel like this bear is having to do this a second time. 
You kids don't know what you want. That's why you're still kids, because you're stupid. <laughs> that bear, that, that bore, that comment about Sora, bore doing that a second time. It doesn't matter what age you are ever, Mr. Action. We're going to treat you like that, I think. I think we've established that like, already. Like you're like 12 years old, even though you're probably <laughs> like around the same age we are. I own a house, I pay a mortgage, I do my taxes. Shut up, boys. All right, yeah, let's go ahead and talk about this, though. Uh, you, you excited to see this guy come back? Mordo? I, kind of. I love the actor, Chuatala Jayafor. Um like British guy, he's in a bunch of movies I love. Uh, one called Kinky Boots, um, which is super cool. <laughs> Kinky Boots is great. Say that word, Uncle Kinky Boots. Kinky Boots. Do, have you not? Do you not know Kinky Boots? I do not. I've never seen that. <laughs> okay, so so this guy Mordo, the actor, he plays um a uh, drag queen, and Kinky Boots is like an underdog story about a shoe factory in England that's closing down because like modern business has taken over um so they to diversify and keep the factory alive they start making uh shoes for drag queens it's it's really good and and this chuetla jayafor plays the the main drag queen in it and he's awesome it's it's like one of the first things i ever saw him in and he's amazing it was i think like Whoa. just after serenity when he was in that that's right he wasn't Ser- he was the he was the agent wasn't he he was that dude with the yeah. sword yeah, the guy who does the whole like nerve thing. Yeah, it makes you fall on the. That was actually really badass. But, damn, you know, you know what? I was gonna say that's not really my thing, but damn it, if that guy is not a good actor, because you gotta, you gotta admit, uh, if the guy can be a sorcerer, a fucking weird agent with a sword, and then also uh, a a, tra- a drag queen who makes shoes, you know what? <laughs> that is that is some fucking diversity right there. Like, damn it, if you're if you do not have a range. I'm pretty sure he's in the the bad Lion King, the CGI Lion King. Yeah, he's, he's, like Scar, he's, he's Scar. Yeah, yeah. I try not to think about that one <laughs> for good reason. Yeah, I love John Oliver as much as the next guy, but I'm sorry, Rowan Atkinson was by far the superior of the of the two Zazus. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And then and then I mean like, oh well, you know, it's it's racist to have Cheech Marine be there because he's not black. You know, fuck that. Put Cheech Marine in as one of the, yeah. the hyenas. You can have a Mexican hyena. Like, why not? I mean, yeah, like, is, is it racist to have Seth Rogen be a warthog? Yeah, well, see, that's my that was my thought. Like, it's somehow not, a, it's okay, it's totally okay to have, like, the, the pseudo, like, dumb, like, st- almost like stoner couple, like, stoner gay couple, like, that, that Timon and Pumbaa were. Like, it's okay to have them be white people, but it's not okay to have any of, the, like, the other characters. Yeah, like, like, meerkats and warthogs aren't from Canada. Like, yeah, no, but, doesn't make any more sense. I'm so yeah, no, that's that's my little like I like Lion King '94 better. So yes, in, ca- yeah. in case that wasn't abundantly obvious by the no, and rightly me. so. I if the only people who are allowed to like Lion King, whatever it was, the new one more, are people who are literal babies when it came out. And even then, I'm like, fuck that. Can we watch Lion <laughs> King? Yeah, we'll watch the good Lion King. <laughs> Uh, dude, that co- I I want to talk about that real quick. How I can't wait to see Scarlet Witch. It looks like she's not going to be the bad guy. Like it seems like because they have that whole thing of oh I'm you know I I know I made a mistake in Westview and I'm sorry. Like I'm not here to talk about Westview. Like he doesn't he's he's pretty much just like nah no screw that shit. I don't care about that. So I'm I'm wondering whether or not she's even going to be a bad guy or if this is going to be like just 
she's just going to be there as like one of their as you know part of the team. I think you're right. I think she's part of the team, but there is a chance that she'll be corrupted or something, and might be maybe we don't see the same Scarlet Witch the entire time. This being a multiverse, and yes, Marshall, thank you. The Mexican Warthog is your <laughs> drag queen name. I didn't necessarily. I think that is your professional wrestling name. That's what I think. I think it's. And now entering the ring, Gilbs, the Mexican Warthog. I gotta have like a Rey Mysterio luchador mask with like tusks on it. Oh, Rey Mysterio was such a good wrestler. Oh, I love watching that guy flip around the place. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude. Wong. I, I I can't wait to see more Wong. He's he's totally gonna steal the movie like he always does. I there's a there's a fun thing where like um I love the Doctor Strange movie and I will admit there's lots wrong with it. It's it's not perfect, but I just love like the aesthetic of it so much. I'm always happy when I get more of it. I love the magic effects they have, they look amazing to me. Like um and and honestly the cosplay for Doctor Strange stuff I think is some of the best cosplay around. Like the fake lights and the things people are doing to recreate the spells are so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude, straight up. Some of the craziest shit I think I've seen is Doctor Strange cosplays. And this D&D monster, what the hell is happening here? Shumagorath. We are getting the, we are <gasps> yeah. getting the, the tentacle monster from What If, finally. Oh, yeah, Shumagorath. After like, Cthulhu in this. After like four or five times of it just being teased with the goddamn tentacles, we're finally getting it. Like, and I think that's pretty cool because, yes, on the one hand, we're getting like other dimensional freaking monsters from like the the nth dimension or whatever. But also, like, so Mr. Action says he doesn't think that Dark Strange will be the villain because uh, he turns good at the end of What If. Well, that's true. But what is good, really, especially with Dr. Strange? And I, I mean, like, yeah, no, you're right. It, it could be, it could be that the Dark Strange is there. Because he, yeah, like you say, he ends what if kind of helping out, but I I guarantee even if he's there to help at the beginning, he won't be at the end. Like there'll be some sort of thing where he's like, you know, with all the with the power of all the Doctor Strangers of the multiverse, I can finally bring my wife back. Like I think there'll be something like that. Yeah. I, especially because it's a Raimi. It's that's a very Raimi thing to do. We also get this at the beginning, too. Uh, let me see. When they're going through all the different multiverses, or here, let me see. Uh, yeah, right here. We get to see that as well. A, a wedding scene with him and Christine. So I'm like, bro, we are going to do... That is absolutely the evil Doctor Strange. Like, yeah. It's got to be. Because, yeah, he, it's like, no matter what, even though he's learned, oh, I learned my lesson. No, you didn't. You've never learned your lesson a day in your life. And it'll, But what I, I will be interested to see how this ties into Kang. Whether whether Kang will be the villain or this is part of the build-up to Kang or like... I, I Personally, I want the Watcher. I would love to see the Watcher show up and be like, dude, what the fuck? I thought we were over, we've were we been over this. Like, be, I think it'd be it, kind of cool. That would be interesting. And presumably the same voice actor? Like, I, I would hope so. Must, yeah, surely, yeah. The, the guy from Westworld. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know if anyone yes. who, anybody who watched Westworld, but yeah. Yeah, no, I was trying to think. There's someone else that I know him from, but I can't remember what it is now. He's, he's in plenty of stuff. He's a good guy. Gets lots of work. <laughs> but yeah, so but I'm, but I'm absolutely thinking that, hey, yeah, now that it's either going to set up the next season of What If, or it's going to be like, all right, so yeah, Doctor Strange, like, 
we're, it's it's going to lead into something with that. It's going to make that more important because we all thought that was just like a little one-off thing. This makes it seem like it's it's very much now canon. Marshall, uh, you've said you like Strange to be the villain. All right, I'm happy with that. Can we get on to the important topic here? What? Who is Bruce Campbell going to be? Who is <laughs> like, Bruce Campbell going to be? I need a Bruce Campbell. There has to be a Bruce Campbell cameo in this, and who is he going to be? Okay. Is it is it just going to be? Because honestly, I would love it. I would be very happy if all he is is he's just another usher who won't let Doctor Strange in, into a theater. Okay, so hear me out here. So because the multiverses are all mixing and matching, and because we're making this a horror movie, so Doctor Strange during one of his like when he's going through the portals and everything, he he's gonna fall into a world of where it's a bunch of castles and medieval shit, and there's just gonna happen to be a guy with a metal hand and a shotgun. (laughs) Like I I really want there to be Ash. Like I want it to be like he falls into into like the Army of Darkness world. And and there there they are with like during like the fight with Shumagorath or whatever that monster is. I want there to like them to go through a portal into another world, and then there's fucking Ash sitting there like groovy. That would be the best thing. I'm not gonna lie. Like if like Doctor Strange was there like doing spells, and you know like Wanda was there like you know trying to build up hex energy, and then just Bruce Campbell was this is my boomstick. <laughs> what uh, you gotta do is you just gotta shoot him in the face. Yeah, he's like, like the, at the last minute, like you think they're, that Doctor Strange is about to get eaten or something, then he's like, what the hell? He's like, I'm Ash, and this is my boomstick. He's like, yeah. yeah. I'd be, be all about that. I would oh be all my about God, it. that'd be so good. Oh, be so good. It's probably more likely he's going to be like one of the sorcerers, or he's going to be like, I don't know. <laughs> Like he's gonna have like a cameo role or something, but I would be so down for him having uh, Ash from the Evil Dead. That would be. Uh, I, I I don't know. Like I don't know who owns. I think it's New Line. I don't know. I don't know who owns Evil so. Dead these days. Um, I'd love it. I'd, it'd be so good. Um, and again, we, we have Ted Raimi. He'll be in there somewhere, I guess. Evil Dead is too weird and bloody for the movie. I, I guess you're right, Mister Action, but. I disagree. I we could do. I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff in, like you say, like in um, what's it called? What's the third one called? The Medieval Dead. Uh, uh, Army of Darkness. Yeah, Army of Darkness. Army of Darkness. Like, there's loads. Of, you can have plenty of like crazy skeletons, and even if it was, oh, do you know what? That weird, the evil Bruce Campbell from Army of Darkness. If we just had that as a villain, Ooh. like a minor villain, like Crossbones sort of level minor villain, that'd be amazing. So yeah, I think also since it's Sam Raimi, or uh, we have to have like the Necronomicon some in this like workshop or this like library that Doctor Strange had. I want to see the Necronomicon somewhere in there. Also, that that was badass. He shoots Mr. out like the dragon arms. But we, again, it was something we saw in What If. Oh yeah, Mister Action. I'm gonna have to like check Darkstalk. What's Darkstalkers? Oh, Mr. Action, you're thinking with your dick again. Dark Stalker King. I, I'm worried about what I'm about to Google, but let's find you, out. You'll know these characters, particularly Morgana, Morgan, Morrigan, and the, the, the chick that's a cat that I think is supposed to be a nun. Like, oh, uh, yeah. Mr. Action. It all makes sense now, Mr. Action, why you're talking about Darkstalk. Although, to be fair, there are plenty of like that's buff dudes. Wh- that's why he wants Capcom in this, because he wants that. He wants Morrigan in there. 
I mean, to be fair, I would a Marvel versus Capcom movie would be fun. Like, yeah. like it would if we just had you know like superheroes beating up yeah Jill Valentine and then getting bitten by zombie dogs and it was all like a Mortal Kombat style fight. That'd be fun. Yeah, I bet you I know what Mr. Action he wants freaking he he wants Yelena, Jill Valentine, and goddamn Morgan to have a, a night. <laughs> yeah, that's what he wants. He's like, yeah, guys, give me that fucking Marvel movie. Give me that multiverse of madness. I, do you know what? I, when's when She-Hulk supposed to come out? Don't 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 you try to do? All right, you know what? Don't you dare try to come back on the Dark Star because it's kind of horror. No, it is not. <laughs> it, it's kind of horror in this. Mm. Yeah. It's also kind of to be fair, I've said like I've big that like I want Multiverse of Madness to be a horror movie. It doesn't look very horror at the moment, and I don't think Marvel's ever going to really fully commit to a horror movie. Um, yeah, probably not. I hope they. I hope they will one day. I hope we'll get like, like at least like. Did you guys see um, scary stories to tell in the dark? That kind of level of horror movie. I'd love like a Marvel movie like that. Okay. Yeah. Just like it's mostly just like. The like, I, I don't think it was mostly. It was really, it wasn't really like gory horror. It was really just like a lot of like, oh, that's freaky to look at. Look at that. Yeah, look it's at pretty. That. It's pretty PG, but like, it's still a ghost story. Like, I'd like something yeah. like that. Yeah, it's like I mean, the I think that I'd say the hor- the most horrifying thing that happens in that movie is the chick has like spiders crawl out of her face or whatever it has that. So yeah. that's a little freaky. But other than that's that, I'm bit. like, yeah. Other than that, I'm like, I don't know. I find I, I find the big white lady kind of freaky. She's kind of creepy to me. Because Marvel is kind of wussies. I don't... Yeah, I mean, I'll admit, I don't think it's Marvel, because obviously Marvel as a company in itself, like, has never really shied away from stuff that much as a comic book company, but it is the fact that their movies come from Disney now. Yeah, so that's always the problem, is that like when you have something that is that it at its uh, core is meant for children or is, like, aimed towards children you're always going to have that thing of like, well, we can't make it. We're never going to have a rated R Dr. Strange movie. So it's never going to be what we all are hoping for. Although I'm not saying it's going to be good. Oh, yeah. That's a, I, I think it should be fairly good. Oh, Obviously the God shining horror levels in the MCU. So like, yeah, I mean, I love the shining and you can do a bunch of it. That, that scene with the lady in the bath though, dude, that is, <laughs> see, yeah, that, the original, I think I watched like the either the remake or whatever, but that they made. But yeah, they the that part with the lady in the bathtub is like one of my most horrifying. Like as a, I watched that probably as like a nine year old child, and that was like the worst idea I'd ever had in my life. It's so freaky, yeah. Um, ah, oh, there's lots of like about shining. I okay, so Mister Action, you think about this and put it in the comments. That scene in The Shining, where he sees that guy in a dog costume doing something to somebody in a hotel room. You know what I'm talking about. Tell me what Marvel characters would be in that scene. Who's in the dog costume? Slash, it might even be a costume. It might be some sort of dog hero. I don't know. Probably says a lot more about me than anything else, but I went, I instantly went to like, well, who's in the dog costume? Hulk. Who's the, who's the one doing it? Natasha. <laughs> says, that says so much more about me than anything else. <laughs> I... I'd kind of check that one out. Like <laughs> th- 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 that seems to be not that bad a scene. Like it's like you know, actually, you might have a have a, a career in this, Gilbert. I mean, I mean I, I'd see Scarlett oh. Johansson. That's, that, that, that's a pretty good answer, Mister Action. 
That that's pretty good. That's that's a lot better than my answer. Deadpool and Cable. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah, last thing I was gonna say about this. Yeah, we're probably gonna get a, a couple of jump scares. I agree, Mister Action. Now I just want them to be good jump scares. Like it better not be those like a, a like you know a loud noise and bah, basically I want to see some like yeah. something horrifying. I want to see like zombie Doctor Strange or something like that. Actually, yeah. If they brought in some of the Marvel zombies to this, that'd be super cool. Because because again, we can bring in like everything that's in What If, everything that's in any of the movies. Obviously, we could because we've mentioned it in the comments here already. We could maybe get a, a Spider Verse cameo. We could have somebody come from the Spider Verse. Miles Mor- cartoon Miles Morales jumps in there for a minute. Yeah, Spider Ham, a pig wearing a Spider Man mask would be good enough. I, and I would, you know, I don't know. I'm not sure if we're ready for having that thing of like live action versus, next to cartoons again, like like we used to. I don't know if we're ready for that again. Oh, I just had a horrible thought. You know how you know how Disney owns Fox now. Yeah. Are we going to get a Spider Pig joke <laughs> coming into Marvel soon, like that Simpsons movie thing? I I. Mm. I like to yeah. not think about that. I don't know. I don't want to think about that. Ugh. It's too close to Spider-Ham, right? They'd never do it. They'd never yeah. do it because it's so close to Spider-Ham. But they own both. I so know. They... <laughs> oh, God. Oh, dear. They own everything these days. <laughs> they own your life. There yeah. is, like, everyone. We need to, like, watch out for, like, in about, like, 20 years when, like, the United States of Disney are fighting against, like, the McDonald's empire in Europe. We're going to have so much trouble. Yeah, I agree. When Planet Starbucks versus Planet fucking Disney. <laughs> uh, that's let's not, Don't joke about that. I'm, I'm seriously worried that the only way we're ever going to get to space is with corporations. And I'm, and I'm worried about, yeah, Planet Disney, about the, about the slave colony that will one day be a Disneyland on Mars. At least there'll be a drive-in on the moon, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Like, go so to the moon to-, to get cheeseburgers. It's like that's you know why not? Like oh we're going to the next to the next planet. Might as well stop at the moon to get McDonald's first. Yeah, everyone. But anyway, so so May twenty twenty two. I can't wait for that. I'm totally gonna go see. It. Hopefully by that point, like hopefully we'll be in the we'll be in the in the universe where COVID is finally eradicated. God, yeah. I've waited so long for a Doctor Strange movie, like. When did that first Doctor Strange movie come out? What was it like 2014? Yeah, I think so. So around that time, 2013, 2014. Yeah, like it's been so long to get another movie. And I, and I know that like Doctor Strange isn't like one of the big Marvel characters. Obviously, you know, like Spider Man's the big money maker. Um, we're more into like the X Men and Dare- Iron Man. Daredevil. Is- yeah, Iron Man, Daredevil, like, the, like you kind of go down the line, but yeah, Spider Man is definitely at the top there. I see 2016 Doctor Strange. It's not as bad as I thought, but you, I mean, considering how how many Spider, how often does a Spider Man movie come out? Like what, once every two years? At least, yeah, yeah. Like, I I'm owed a Doctor Strange movie. I am owed. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah, I'm. I can't wait for it. Like, I'm I'm totally gonna go see it. I, I mean, I have to at this point. Like I, I've said it before. I'm invested. I am like, I am a slave to the to the MCU. I have to keep on watching it until I die, or until it dies, whichever comes first. 
Either way, let's hope, but yeah. Let's hope Marvel comes first. I know we all love Marvel, but we love guilds more. Let's I want some like agreement in the chat, please. Otherwise, the channel's ending maybe. or something. I don't know. Like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I don't know, maybe. I mean, I would agree because I'm, you know, I am guilds, but at the same time, I'm like, I do love do I love Marvel more than myself? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's like it's like, would I be willing to give up my life if I meant Marvel could could uh continue? <laughs> this is like <laughs> with this great is, this power. is Clinton, Natasha. <laughs> <laughs> with great right. power comes great responsibility. Hmm. <laughs> no, nah, but anyway, so you know, let's go ahead and get into our last topic. Uh, Book of Boba Fett is coming out in oh dear God, three fucking days. My three days. lord! Oh no! That's I so know. Soon. And oh, dude, I just it it feels like the, the there's so much happening. It's so like. Hawkeye happens, then suddenly it's like, oh, Christmas now. Then we're gonna get uh, freaking Book of Boba. Oh, and then New Year's. I'm like, Jesus, just so much stuff happening in the, in these last two weeks. Oh, there he is. There's our boy. There's Boba. Yeah. So I just wanted to talk about this real quick. Like we got our we got our last like oh yeah, it was a few days ago, but still we got our last like couple trailers and like sneak peeks of it. And I wanted to see what what final predictions you had for the for this show to Harrison. Yeah, I, I don't know. Predictions are going to be not as good for me because obviously I, I don't know this stuff as well. So I could say some crazy stuff that won't make any sense. So you guys in the chat, you're going to have to like catch me out. I feel like, no, dude, that's not going to happen. Um, are we going to see a Sarlacc pit in this? <laughs> like, is there going to be like, is, like, I kind of love it if like I've taken it on myself to destroy all, all Sarlacc pits <laughs> just out of principle? Yeah, see, I would I would enjoy like reference. See, like that's like that kind of thing. You don't need to tell me story bits, but but little things like that, like references to the Sarlacc pit, or are we gonna see like I don't know Gengar or something like that? Are we gonna see Greedo? Well, Greedo's dead, but yeah, but yeah. Like I'd love it if like just in the middle of a story, like they're on a speeder, they're going through the desert, they're off to see a hut or something, you know, or someone else linked to the hut family that he's taken over from, and then he just like spots a Sarlacc and he's like, excuse me drops like a thermal <laughs> detonator i'd be down for that see i think it'd be even better if he starts feeding people to the start it's like do you know what's gonna happen to me yes oh <laughs> that's so dark that's so game of thrones yeah it's like some i know exactly what i'm what i'm subjecting you to i cut my way out of it see if you can yeah like, yeah exactly that see that, that's my thing is i want to see how he got out like i want them to show us like a flashback or something of how he got out Mm. Uh, obviously we get it. We're gonna. We are going to see, but I want to see some like really badass Fennec and and him scenes. I really like oh, this yeah. seeing this thing of like the just droids like armoring him up, like the little like what's it like the episode one little like weird buzz oh, pit droid. droid. Thing. Yeah, the pit droids. So that's uh, damn it. Yeah, that's really awesome. I can't wait to see more of those. Uh, let me see. We get this chick who's like it's weird, like Star Wars Billie Eilish over here. <laughs> I think she looks like the original Domino, the Domino from the cartoons. Car cartoons from the comics, sorry. Oh, yeah. Kind of, oh, God damn it. I'm trying to... It only gives me a second of it, so we can't... I like how she's riding a fucking, like, a Vespa. <laughs> yes. Do you... Oh, you... I don't know if you'd have gotten this in the US. Did you ever get a show called Ubos, The Ultimate Book of Spells? Uh, I don't think so. It sounds like something we could have had, but I don't. I don't believe I, so. I think it was European. It was amazing. It was this um incredible rip off of Harry Potter. Like I don't know how they legally got away with it, and they rode around on little vespers that looked exactly like that. 
That's um, awesome. But yeah, I do love that we're getting like, you know, even even Star Wars needs an e-girl goth chick. Like, I assume this girl is like doing like the equivalent of Star Wars Twitch streams somewhere. Just like <laughs> talking about my day. It's like, hey guys, what's up? We're just chatting. It's like, I'm going <laughs> to do my pool stream tomorrow, so make sure to tune on. Nah. Exactly. Exactly that, yeah. But yeah, so, I mean, I know you don't, you never watched Bad Batch. A lot of people seem to think that this might be Omega. Which, oh, really? Oh. Yeah, or, or it might be like someone from that. Or, but some say that it might be Boba Fett's daughter or something. Is, like that. So, am I right? Is Omega the, the female clone character? Yeah. Yeah, she's like the That'd Boba Fett clone. Really interesting. That'd be really interesting. Hmm. Yeah. So, I, like I said, I know you you weren't you never watched Bad Batch, or I know I don't think you did. You didn't get that far in Clone Wars either. Yeah, I I, I definitely want to watch Bad Batch, but unfortunately, like with all the TV we have to watch, and you know, with like the world falling apart around us, I haven't managed to get around. I haven't got that far through yet. Yeah. No, I I get that, and there's nothing. I'm not going to begrudge you for not for not like you've watched all these other Marvel shows. I'm like, you know what? I can I can accept that you didn't watch a couple of animated Star Wars shows. Thank you. Now, Marshall, on the other hand, you need to get on. You need to get on that shit. <laughs> you barely watch anything. You need to get on that shit, man. It's like too busy lifting tires. <laughs> anyway, but yeah. So I'm interested in this. I, I'm wondering. Do you think it's going to take place only on Tatooine? Because that seems to be what it's showing is only Tatooine scenes. Yeah, it, it does look like it, and I'm guessing because it seems to be you know mostly about. Boba taking over this crime empire, it would make sense for it to stay in one place, unlike, say, the Mandalorian, where he, he has a journey he has to go on. Mm -hmm. um, I could, it would make sense to me that, yeah, I'm here, my base is here, all the crimes, the gangs I run, they're all here. So I think, yeah, but it'd be actually good to explore. To, I, I know I've bitched before on this show about, we, oh, we're always on Tatooine, but to be fair, if they at least show me bits of Tatooine I've never seen before, I will be kind of happy. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know yeah, what else. Yeah, but we, we we've only ever seen you know like Moss Eisley basically, and you know pod racing, and then desert. Maybe there's like I don't know, like the laser tag, like arena or something. Do you know what I mean? Like this is the disco area of Tatooine. We're not all just about deserts and you know like being miserable. We have fun every now and then. You saw Mandalorian, right? I haven't seen all of season two. I will admit, I haven't seen all of it. Yet. Okay, but you, you've seen like the first episode, though, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you know who Cobb Vanth is and everything. I'm like, I, I like he's the Timothy Dalton or Timothy. Oh no, Timothy Oliphant, not Dalton. That's the. Oh yeah. the Yes. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 With both yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, uh, with that guy, I, I'm willing to bet he's probably going to show up again. Like if you if you've seen that, like there's probably gonna be some references to uh, to Mandalorian because it takes place literally right after that. Oh, that's cool. That's good because I I love I'm a bit of a Western fan, so I I love Timothy Oliphant in anything. Nice. Yeah, I and that first episode. If you're gonna watch it, an episode of The Mandalorian, only one episode of season two, watch that first one because it has the crate <laughs> dragon in it, and it is probably the best episode. Is it just well? Then again, that last episode with Luke Skywalker. I to be honest, I haven't finished the series, but every episode's pretty good. Like all the stuff with that frog lady, them eggs, oh, them eggs, and I, the frog lady. My God, I can't believe people have gotten got so hung up on that chick. And I, I having just spent like my first Christmas with children since I was a child, keeping a child away from anything. I am just like, oh my God, the pain. 
I can completely understand Mando and how he feels. And Mr. Action, are the canic are the comics can well it depends on which comics you're asking about. If mm. you're talking about like the twenty so Star Wars from from Marvel, the Marvel comic Star Wars twenty fifteen, like that from uh, it's uh, I believe it's issue number one to issue seventy five. That is that is canon, yes. Uh, then there's also I think twenty seventeen and twenty twenty also have Star Wars like main issues. Uh, the Darth Vader comics that like Doctor Afra, those are all like the War of the Bounty Hunters comics are all canon. Uh, everything, um, everything, a New Republic isn't all that canon. Yeah. Uh, everything High Republic, yes, that's all. High that's Republic, all canon. That's it. Yeah, yeah. So all of that is canon, but everything from like Dark Horse, everything. Uh, let's see. I believe like anything IDW. I don't know. I don't know if IDW ever made Star Wars comic, but yeah, like anything like that's not Marvel or like or like from the Disney Corporation. Yeah, that's not. That's no longer canon. So it's it's a little weird. Like honestly, like, it really depends on what you think is canon because you are the fan. Yeah, and and is that they've told us all these stories? We have to pick which ones we want to believe. I guess. Yeah, exactly. Like the, at the end of the day, none of these stories have even happened. So really, it's up to you, dealer's choice. Honest to God, Mr. Action, I, this Christmas, my brother is a very big uh, Sonic the Hedgehog fan, and we had a Sonic the Hedgehog canon conversation. There is no worse canon conversation I think I've ever known than Sonic the Hedgehog. It is the hardest to follow. Be lucky. Feel yourself like lucky that you have Star Wars, and it's as straightforward as it is. I mean, it's obvious, though, Harrison. The only canon you need is the Sonic X cartoon. <laughs> No, <laughs> no. It's like the worst oh one. God. To be fair, I was talking to my brother, and like I was saying, because I keep, I always call wherever Sonic comes. I go, oh, Sonic lives on Mobius, and he's like, Harry, like, no, Sonic hasn't lived on Mobius since 1999. <laughs> like, shut up. I mean, he comes from Mobius, like in every in any of the new ones. Yeah, he lives in like on, on our planet, but then yeah, he's he got transported from Mobius for some reason because like the Chaos Emeralds. Did some shit. It's or... like half of them don't even call it Mobius. It's just some other place. Like, uh, uh, yeah. So, it's... so yeah, that's kind of sick. Yeah, I remember when there was like a bunch of, of like Sonic comics and shit like that that went like super deep into like the lore of Mobius and what was going yeah. on in his planet. Um, interesting. Interesting. Here's a tidbit for all you all. My brother told me the Archie comic, Archie comics, um, Sonic, the guy who wrote those. Is like one of the only guys to win a legal battle where he won the rights to the comic book characters he created. Oh. Yeah, basically because they lost the document he signed that said, "Like, <laughs> I don't own any of this." Um, so, like, there's this one dude who's like, "I own all of the other echidnas that aren't Knuckles, like all of Knuckles' family or Knuckles' friends. He owns them." <laughs> I mean, hey, man, that's. That is money right there, because you may not you may not own Knuckles, but you own like something that looks a lot like you own something that is, I don't know. I don't want to say a knockoff because it is part of the Sonic. Like if you own Tikal, like that's I know that's not something you might know, but that's something that's one of the other things from like the later Sonics, uh, you know, yeah. canon. So if you know if you have the rights to that, I'm like, dude, you have the rights to you know. I mean, it, he basically like essentially the people who made Sonic just had to wipe. They just had to drop like half of their canon from those comics is like some dude owns them and we don't so it's gone exactly like knuckles had kids that got blipped out in the sonic <laughs> comics and never came back like <laughs> like no hawkeye where it was all fine it's if hawkeye lost his kids and that was it they were gone forever 
<laughs> Sonic shows up. I am inevitable. <laughs> it just snaps. Basically, was because like because he doesn't own Sonic. He's like he did a thing apparently afterwards, and like he had to call Sonic like the king, and like you never saw him. He was like in silhouette, and it was like, oh, the king is here, the fast one. Jesus Christ! I mean, that's on the one hand, that's kind of awesome. Like just the whole story of that, like. The weird legal, like, you know, loopholes of the weird legal, like, gymnastics you have to go through so that way you're not, no one can sue you. But, oh, well, I own this and you own that, but they used to be in the same universe, but now they're not. And I have to, I'm like, just, it's, uh, it's so fucking ridiculous, but I love it. Yeah, it's crazy. All right. So, let me see. Boba. Um... Yeah. So, Boba, <laughs> last, last thoughts on it. Um, let's see. So, I mean, we, we literally have, we just have to wait and see. We have three days until it's, until it's ready to go. And also, guys, make sure to check it out because we're going to be reviewing it with spe with special guests each episode, and it's going to be yes. like that's, that's the only thing we're going to be talking about the entire episode. So it's going to be real cool to have that. It's going to be a big deal here on the uh, Fulcrum Entertainment channel to have some friends over. Yeah, so it's like we haven't done that since shit, like since like twenty nineteen. I think like Chris or something like that. It was like the last like guest we had on here wasn't you know regular. It was, yeah, it, it was the pandemic. It just caused loads of trouble. We, we couldn't have them over. It turns out we didn't realize that that you couldn't catch it over Zoom calls. <laughs> yeah, it was early on. We didn't understand the, the uh, pandemic yet. Yeah, we hadn't read the science. Yeah, Fauci hadn't come out and told us what to do. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm excited for it. Uh, I don't know about you. Like... I mean, yeah. You got any last thoughts you want to say about before we before we end this? I'm pretty excited for it. I um I have to do some fast Mandalorian catching up um, in the next three days. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, I, I am excited for it. To be honest, I, I think it's just going to be cool to see where it goes. Um, I'm also I I want to look into more Boba stuff and see what other stories we have about Boba because we might maybe see them turn up as audiobooks or something. Maybe if there's anything out there. So there's any Boba stories? Um, I won't have time to put together an audio comic, but Boba stories you want read? Let me know. Well, yeah. As far as as far as Boba story, I, I, I don't. I know you you can't do an audio comic for it, but you still just read the board of the bounty hunters because there's a really cool uh, Boba story on there. Like he goes to this, yeah, uh, yeah. He goes to a cool like fighting arena and fights this weird spider lady. It's really badass. Oh, cool. Oh, cool. A spider lady. Yeah, she's like human, but she also has like a spider body. It's kind of it's uh, it's cool. Ooh, nice. But yeah, man. So, at any rate, I can't wait for it. Like, uh, make sure if you guys can't wait either, then yeah, make sure to check us back because we're gonna be reviewing every single episode every week. And uh, yeah, so I think that's I think we're pretty much about ready to wrap it up. It's I think we are. Yeah, we've uh, had a good evening for it and. It's been and a had, good post-Christmas celebration with you guys. I'm real happy to have. We had so many people in the chat today, which is real nice. Yeah, quite a few viewers. Thank and you, Mr. Action, we love having you, but also thank you to Wookie Talks. We had you join us. Who was it who popped in to say hello? Uh, Marshall, of course. Marshall um, Lewis. Yeah, Marshall Lewis and our Marshall. Uh, second Marshall. Marshall. Like, we, can, we can't... Yeah, we have to start calling you Brody. We must have to start calling you by your actual name, Marshall. This isn't okay. No, screw that. He's Marshall Prime, and this this new guy is, is Marshall Two. <laughs> Scarlet Marshall, as I like to call him. Scarlet Marshall, exactly. He's Marshall Riley. <laughs> one day, Madam Webb will take us to find the real Marshall. Yep. I'm sorry, Marshall Lewis. You're you are uh, Mar you, or is it? Uh, 
your Marshall Carnage or your Carnage Marshall. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So thank you guys for watching the Folk Entertainment Podcast 148. Uh, yeah, I have been Gilbert. Yeah, bye, Mr. Uh, Action. Bye, Mr. Action. Thank you. Uh, yeah, this has been Harrison. Uh, Harrison, where can we follow you? And like, do you have any plugs? Anything from the Russian Comic Book Geek? Yes, funnily enough, yeah. Um, so yeah, you can follow me at Harrison Bowman both on Instagram and on Twitter. And uh, yeah, go into YouTube. Go look for the Russian Comic Book Geek. He just put out a sneak peek of his Berserker uh, motion comic he's doing, and I play every man that isn't the lead character. Um, and it's it's messed up. It is one of the most messed up mangas I've read. And so I I play characters that do horrible things, and it's really fun. It's because like, then, to, to be the characters, of course, not to do the horrible thing. Yes, yeah, no, but, but, but because then, of course, the main character guts comes out with his giant sword and just murders whoever I'm playing, and it's pretty cool. It's it's good old black and white comic book manga gore. Mm. And yeah, let me see. Actually, you know what? I think I might have a reveal too. If you guys like our audio comics, then here, let me let me see if it actually did. Hell yes, it did. If you guys want to go check out, if you're in anticipation of Book of Boba, if you guys want to go check out the Star Wars Age of Rebellion Book of or Boba Fett right now on Star Wars yeah. Audio Comics, yeah, that released this morning and it is sitting right there. And I, I, I am oh. proud to. I think it's one of like the uh, yeah, it's like one of the last ones. I think it's like there's four more, and then we're done with the Age of Rebellion series. I'm going to find that now actually because I didn't realize it had come out. Yeah. It, which, you know, it's set. I feel like I should have totally let you know because there was a, one role in there I had to voice myself. And I'm like, damn, Harrison could have totally done this and probably would have done it better. Uh, I was about to say, like, I don't know if I'm in that because, like, I, back in the day, we I've recorded loads of lines for the age of comics and I can never remember which ones I'm in these days. I'm usually someone dying. Yeah, usually. <laughs> or, or you're like one of the bad guys or like one of the, like one of the henchmen or something like that. Yeah. Um, I still I still look back fondly on that one comic that I think it was like uh, let's see it's Star Wars uh, it was like number seven or something like that where all four of us are there like we're like Jabba's thugs or something like that like you me Sebastian and Marshall it's pretty good it's pretty good days um, also guys just go and check out like a load of audio comics we have we have both of us been involved as an editor and as an actor in loads of stuff both in Star Wars audio comics and here on this channel there is the Spider Man um, uh, issue. Come on, what issue is? But the, the, the yeah, the first uh, appearance of Mysterio that we did that's got us there. Yeah, the Star the Wars Santa Claus one. There was the Santa Claus Illuminati. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's there was all kinds of stuff. So yeah, go check them out. Yeah, just and... just even if you've seen those ones, go rewatch them because like the stuff that the work that gets done by people like Gilbs over on the Star Wars Audio Comic Channel is really amazing. Yeah, and well, not to toot my own horn, but yeah, look, the thing we all do, like the voice actors, the the editing. Just the entire crew and all of this work, it's it is it makes them for some really great entertainment, and you guys should really go check it out. But yeah, yeah that is it's the last word from us. We are the Folk Entertainment Podcast. Thank you guys for watching. We will see you next week. Have a good one.